Tom, hello. Apologies for um for my late response to your um your really wonderful episode on Synecdoche, New York. I I listened to it actually on the day you released it. Of course, it's <laughs> it uh you know, I'm like, come on, man. I mean, who makes a podcast? Um, for someone who requests a podcast, that's how podcasts should be, though, right? I think that's I think that's the future of podcasts. That somebody says to you, "Hey, can you make a podcast for me about X, Y, Z?" And we go, "Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Let's do it." Um, one podcast on um, Steve's uh, one of Steve's um, Faye films coming up, although. And I think it was great that you that Bo, that you uh, kind of didn't see completely eye to eye on that um, film. Um, that Mark was more into it than you, I guess. Um, you know, interesting. Having seen a video of Mark, um, that video you sent, where he's kind of like wearing that uh, the 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 I, I don't know, slightly. I, I I was going to say mafioso style, kind of like um, Trilby, but it's not mafioso. It's uh, it's just kind of like I don't know. When I saw that, I was just like type eight. <laughs> That's all I could think of. I thought this is an eight. This is a wonderful eight. You know, it's got this this kind of like this like um, this like don't you know like don't mess with me, motherfucker. Don't mess with me. You know. Clint Eastwood's an eight, archetypal eight. It's like, don't fuck with me because, you know, I can, I can, I can deal with you. I can deal with you. I mean, I won't be like beating you up or anything. I don't, I'm not saying that Mark is somebody who, you know, were you to meet him um, on the street and, you know, you sort of say to him, I think Lacan is crap. He was he would then beat you up. No, 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 I don't think so. But he would he would demolish you. Um uh just just intellectually. He would he would just destroy you. You know, he'd be like, You think Lacan is crap? Okay, come over here. I'm gonna tell you a couple of things about Jacques Lacan, my friend. And uh and after that, you will be the one who will be walking away with your tail between your legs and, you know, sniveling in a somewhat pathetic or even a apathetic way, my dear little four-friend, because I'm an eight, and eights rule, okay? Okay, that's just the way, that's just the way it goes. Eights rule. Um, and they do. Uh, but it's okay, some of my, you know, some of my favorite people are eights. I did this um, interview recently with uh, a guy called Eris Batat, who, who came up with my, um, with this program that sorted out my cannabis addiction. And uh, he's an eight and uh, he's groovy. He's pretty groovy. Uh, I think he's a bit more, I think he smiles more than Mark does. Uh, Mark is, Mark is, he's a very serious eight. I think Mark is, you see, Mark, Mark I think is something like an eight, five mm, I don't know I don't know what he is in I don't know what he is in the heart heart zone um if you're listening to this mark I know that you're probably rolling your eyes <laughs> and you're kind of going like ah oh, fuck's sake uh but I think he's I think he's actually an eight five four 
which I get because I'm a 458, right? I'm coming at it from the other angle. So I'm coming at it from this kind of like slightly cheery four. You know, the two of you, it's such a four and eight combo because you're just there. You've got that smiley face on and you're like, yay, <laughs> just love, man. Just let's just love each other. Um, let's just love. Love is where it's at, man. And he's like there with the trilby on and he's like, yeah. Yeah, I have a few things to say about the L word. May I suggest um, Julia Kristeva's Black Sun? In fact, anything by Julia Kristeva, okay? And then you come and talk to me about the L word, okay? Um, <laughs> whereas you're like all like sort of smiley and like, yeah, we're just having a fun chat. <laughs> Because I think you've got like a nine fix. I think you've got, I think you're like a four, seven, eight, four, seven, nine, sorry. Um, that's, that's the vibe I get um, if we're talking tri-types. And I'm always talking tri-types, you know, uh, just, that's just every second word is a tri-type for me. And um, whereas for Mark, eight, five, eight, five, four in that, in that kind of, kind of setup. Um Although he did, he did, he did talk a little bit about some hypochondria. So I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's not a maybe he's not a core eight because I associate that more with um, I don't know something like a six. But I guess eights can be hypochondriacs. Yeah, why not? Why not? Everything's possible, right? Um, everything really truly is possible, uh, which is why you know. I'm sure you you take you take my obsessive enneagram enneagramitis with a pinch of salt as you should. Um, I was really interested in that conversation, and I suppose also listening it listening to it a little bit with I suppose my kind of therapist hat on because you know I'm always sitting here with the uh, the therapist hat on. It's 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 the most it's the most um, socially acceptable hat I have. <laughs> uh, listening to it with that hat on. I was interested in your, I guess, your rejection of um, Caden Cotard's, is that his name? I can't remember. I haven't seen this for ages. I, I will watch it again at some point. Um, his kind of, um, how did you put it? I mean, you put it very accurately. He's kind of, I mean, literally, he's he's literally, he's taken the drama queen idea, right? The, the full drama queen. And he's just literally turned it into, he's like, you think I'm a drama queen? I'm going to turn this whole motherfucking universe into a drama. You know, I'm going to, he's created, he's like a one-man Truman show, right? Um, which I think is, I think there's something transcendent about that. I think that's certain fours. Uh, that's what they're about. That's certainly what I'm about. Uh, you know, that's where we have uh, the most fun. To, but he's not having fun because he's another dark type. He's, he's another 458. He's very dark. Um, he needs to be on sertraline and, uh, you know, he, he seriously needs to be, I don't know, headspace, maybe getting stoned once a week. I don't know what he needs, but he needs something, that dude. Um, but I find it interesting that you, that you're kind of, criticism of him as it were or the or the thing that sort of got to you the thing that, that you um sort of found annoying about him was his 
sort of introspective, navel-gazing, um, slightly victim-y, um, uh, kind of over, over um, scrutiny and kind of getting lost in his own emotional world and all of this. And I was like, wow, man, you're getting upset there with the four archetype. <laughs> Not upset, but you're like... You're like rejecting the four archetype, but you being somewhat in that uh, um, space, in that eco cage, um, is that not a kind of a self-rejection? You know, it's like, hang on, you know, love, you know, choose love, um, Enneagram 4. You know, what about like self-love? What about loving yourself <laughs> when you are... Um, doing a Caden, doing a Caden Cotard, because I think if we're fours, whether we accept it or not, we're often doing a Caden Cotard. We are often, we are often, um, yeah, expressing this sort of Weltschmerz, this sort of, um, I don't need to tell you, because you know what it's like, right? You live in that ego cage, not all the time, but you live in it sometimes. And I found it interesting that you were like, that damn ego cage that that bloke's in, that pisses me off. But that's, that's how it works, right? We're often repelled in some way, I know I am, uh, by people who, are, who have um, dimensions to their, themselves that we don't really like about ourselves or we don't really accept about ourselves or we or we do, but we don't really, you know, like people to remind us that we do these things. Um, just like, I don't really like to be told that I'm a drama queen, but ah, when I'm being an unhealthy four, I am drama queen to the max, as, uh, as maybe you may have um, assessed at this point. Um, but anyway, uh, that's by the by. Um, I, yeah. I love that episode. Thank you to you and to Mark for um, making it. And um, yeah, keep on, keep on trucking, dude. Keep on trucking and making episodes for other people because I think actually that's what podcasting is about. This is my new uh, soapbox. Welcome to it. This is my new uh, Speaker's Corner soapbox. You know, I think we've got the wrong end of the stick with, with podcasts. Podcasts are not about, they're not about, but maybe the, you and Mark know this, right? I, it's taken me about 10 years of podcasting to work this out. They're not about, you know, putting your voice out there to the culture and the culture taking the blindest iota of, blindest bit of, I'm getting confused here, what am I trying to say? Um, the blindest bit of, um, uh, giving you the blindest bit of attention, <laughs> validation, recognition that you as a hard type need. Mark maybe doesn't need it much because he's an eight or a five, something like that. And he's like, oh, I don't need that validation, recognition and attention as much as uh, Tom does. But um yeah, I don't think what I don't think that's that's what um, I don't think that's what uh, podcasts are for. I think they are for I think they're for loving the one we're with. That's the name of my new podcast, loving the one love the one you're with, um, which is about my relationship with Max, dog 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 pal Max. Um, I think it's about loving the one you're with 
and sharing that love with a couple of people who also love you or and or you love them and job done you know um yeah and i need to keep on reminding myself of that because you know i used to go along thinking that um i don't know the sort of creative things i put out into the world they were as putting them out there for the world but i but guess what yeah maybe maybe not maybe i'm just putting them out there for you tom or uh for mark <laughs> i don't think mark would be interested in my offerings but <laughs> but maybe you there we go <laughs> ciao What was once before you, an exciting, mysterious future, is now behind you. Lived, understood, disappointing. You realize you are not special. You have struggled into existence and are now slipping silently out of it. This is everyone's experience, every single one. The specifics hardly matter. Everyone is everyone. So you are Adele. Hazel, Claire, Olive. You are Ellen. All her meager sadnesses are yours. All her loneliness. The gray straw-like hair. Her red, raw hands. It's yours. It is time for you to understand this. People who adore you stop adoring you as they die, as they move on, as you shed them, as you shed your beauty, your youth, as the world forgets you, as you recognize your transience, as you begin to lose your characteristics one by one, as you learn there is no one watching you and there never was, you think only about driving, not coming from any place, not arriving any place just driving, counting off time. Now you are here, it's 7.43. Now you are here, it's 7.44. Now you are gone. Where is everybody? Mostly dead. Some have left. Would you sit with me for a moment? Because I'm, I'm very tired and, and lonely. <laughs> I feel like I know you. I was the, um, mother in Ellen's dream. Yes. You seem a bit, a bit older than I remember. That dream was quite a while ago. 
I didn't mean to say you looked old. Everyone's dreams and all those apartments. All those thoughts. I'll never know. That's the truth of it. I wanted to do that picnic with my daughter. I feel like I've disappointed you terribly. Oh no. So proud of you. Ask her if you can put your head on her shoulder. Can I lay my head on your shoulder? Yes. I'm just a little person One person in a sea Of many little people Who are not aware of me I do my little job And
I have this client, well, I did a couple of sessions with him. He's a four. He was very irritating. He was an irritating four. To be honest, I find most fours irritating. This is, uh, this is called projective identification, as you may know. Um, <laughs> um, and... Uh, at some anyway, he does this podcast called Texting, where him and this eight uh, get together to um, to uh, talk about various cultural things, um, <clears throat> and uh, and I sort of said to him at some point, I said, "Ah, oh, you know, uh, there's a really." amazing film which to me is just just summarizes what the four is really all about the four ego cage called synecdoche new york and when i think i could imagine you and mark having a chat about it um and anyway uh, eventually he did and they 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 did a podcast on synecdoche new york and he um he hated the main character caden cotard because he's so self-focused self-centered navel gazing only interested in himself, not really, <laughs> not really available for other people, um, turns his whole life into a kind of massive drama, but of in an epic scale, in a truly epic scale, because uh, he's a he's a theatre director. Um, I bet you Stuart has seen this film. I bet you he recognises something of himself in this film. But anyway, Tom, Tomek, um, he didn't like this character because this character is him. Um, uh, you know, and he, and, and in the, po in the podcast, he sort of says, yeah, he's so, he's so, um, uh, he, he's, he's just like, so kind of like, um, uh, woebegone and kind of, uh, you know, kind of solipsistically into his own emotions. And he was really pissing me off. This is, this is what he says about this Caden Cotard figure. Um, and, um, and I was like, man. Projective identification is a very cool thing. Thank you, Melanie Clyde.